Hey there, friends. It's Nick. So a mate of mine yesterday called me up and asked if I could recommend someone who could help him with his website. And my friend, by the way, is a really accomplished guy. He's got decades of experience in this particular area. He's been hired by some of the best companies in the world to do this thing. But his website isn't performing, you know, as with for so many of us. You know, we, we, maybe we've created a website to build leads or to, uh, to attract business in particular ways. And it's just not working. And he was essentially saying, can I recommend someone who, you know, would help him get it back on track or get it on track without charging an arm and a leg. And actually what I've, I've said is I'm not going to recommend someone because there's so much that he could do to start with. And it's stuff that all of us know, I think. All of us know, and I'm including myself, but we don't necessarily we don't we don't necessarily do the things that we know we need to do. We know, you know, we know for example what happens when we go to a website where we're all in. You know, we're we're invested, we we want to buy the thing. We know some of the things that make that difference, and yet when we come to our own websites, somehow we forget it all. So I'm not going to recommend a guy, but what I am going to do is recommend a book. And I've talked about this book before on the podcast. It's called Making Websites Win by the Conversion Rate Experts. You can buy it on Amazon, but you don't have to buy it. You can go to conversion-rate-experts.com. And for the price of your email address, they'll give you a, a, a copy to download. Now, there's so much stuff in that book. It's so, you know, it's so valuable. And it gives us a place to start and with, with one caveat. So the conversion rate experts guys, they work with clients who are doing a million dollars or more business a year. So they work with big companies and, you know, and, and much bigger. They've worked with Apple, they've worked with Microsoft, um, lots of, lots of major companies, right? Amazon. And one of the reasons they would, they focus on big companies is because with big companies with websites that get a lot of traffic. Uh, and I'm talking, you know, the minimum you'd need really is probably 5,000 visits a week. It does depend, but let's say 5,000 visits a week, which for most of us, it's not us, right? But the reason they focus there is because when you get to that kind of level, you can start A-B testing, which is hands down the most powerful way to tune a website when you can actually, and I've talked about this before, but with A-B testing, you essentially say, we'll show half of our visitors one thing and half of our visitors another thing, and we'll see which one gets more of them to the place where we want them to go, whether it's an email sign up or a um, a sale, for example, right? So A-B testing is massively, massively powerful. It's the kind of stuff I used to do with clients in the agency. And if you have the traffic to do it, it's amazing because you can, you can test headlines, you can test all kinds of all kinds of stuff and when we do that we are using science essentially to prove which which works better for our audience which but works better for it for our business and we can take so much of the kind of the guessing out of you know building or, or refining our websites but as i say that's a massive caveat because for most of us at the moment, at least 5,000 visits a week, I'm, I certainly get nothing like that. So I can't, 
I can't do an A-B test. I mean, I could set one up technically, but it would t- it would take <laughs> so long to to get a result because this is using uh, algorithms to determine you know exactly you know which of the options is best. It, it would take weeks or months. And actually, what I said to my friend was, "There's so much you can do." You know, if I just I looked at his website, and immediately what I go to is the kind of the list of things that those guys talk about when they talk about websites that win. And again, the book is called Making Websites Win. It's by the conversion rate experts. That's um, It's written by Dr. Carl Blanks and Ben Jensen, who are the founders of that company. And I'm going to go through a list of some of the stuff they say, because I know they're giving the book away for free. So I don't feel like I'm impinging on their, um, their IP. This is stuff they want people to understand which is, again, is an interesting way. I mean, that's how they, they build their business. They don't you know, do a ton of advertising or whatever. What they do is they, rather like I'm doing, you know, we've talked about this in the past. My goal is to put out really high quality stuff about stories and biz, business storytelling and to, you know, to, to attract more and more people into my world. That's exactly what they do. That's exactly how they started in 2007 or wherever it was putting out this amazingly high quality, very insightful, very science-based stuff about how to improve the quality of your conversion, how to optimize your conversion rate. In fact, they were the guys that that coined the term conversion rate optimization back in 2007, 2006, seven. Anyway, so I'm just gonna go through a few of the things that they talk about that, that good websites do, because even if we can't optimize, we can certainly measure ourselves against against these things and see actually whether we do it. I won't go through the whole list because there's 14 of them, but here, here we go. Here's, here's a few of them. First of all, good websites, websites that win are well-written and understandable. They aren't, they aren't covered in jargon. They aren't misspelled. They are clear and the wording is powerful. And one of the things I love about the conversion rate experts guys as a writer is that they talk constantly about the power of words and you know whereas a lot of the kind of the usability stuff we've talked about we talked about this in the past you know the the idea is people don't read online they don't read so we must reduce 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 and just have a button that says buy now but actually the stuff that their research has uncovered is that you need at least as many words on a website as you as if you were selling your product, your service, face-to-face, which is going to be hundreds at minimum, right? Thousands, maybe. And even even for me, you know, I mean, I just, I'm, I'm talking to a, a potential client at the moment, really interesting potential client. And even though I've got tons of stuff on my website, one of the things that's coming across is he doesn't know what he doesn't know. There's not enough information there for him to at the moment. So we're having the conversations where I'm filling in the gaps. Well, really, the website should be enough. It should certainly be more. Anyway, this, this podcast going on a bit. So well-written and understandable, user-friendly. I mean, this is, this is the classic thing that people get wrong. You know, and if I look, for example, if I look at my friend's website, the menus are not clear. They're clear to him but they're not clear for the person who's just turning up on their desktop on their mobile phone. So user friendliness is just another way of saying it's easy to use. 
you know, that, that classic book I talked about before by Steve Krug is don't make me think as a user, don't make me think, make it easy, make it user friendly. They also say we have to give people what they want. And of course that seems obvious, but an awful lot of us, an awful lot of the people that, that, that I know who are building things are building the things they want to build and then trying to sell them. They're not necessarily selling the things that they know people will want. They haven't done that research, that, that kind of early work. And, you know, lack of interest is a major conversion killer, right? If people aren't interested, if they can't find the thing that they want, then they're not going to buy. Seems obvious. It is obvious. And yet so many of us keep trying to sell the thing that we want to sell, right? Um, and by the way, in all these things, this book has strategies and things you can do to improve whatever you've got. The fourth thing they talk about is making the benefits clear making the benefits clear. And of course, again, when I look at my friend's website, the benefits aren't that clear and he could easily make them more explicit. They talk about having an irresistible offer. So, you know, one of the things we see time and time again is that, that if you've got something really good that, that doesn't have that high bar to entry, it's not that expensive. Maybe if you have a kind of an irresistible offer, you get people just taking the plunge. And of course we know that people who've become a customer are much more likely to buy again with the assumption I'm making this assumption because I know that anyone who listens to this podcast is, is a good person that you actually deliver on the promise, even though it was a small promise, if you've got like a, you know, a 10 buck thing. And this is one of the things I'm thinking about for mine. Actually, if you've got a 10 buck thing that really delivers, ideally over delivers, it's much easier to get people on board than, you know, perhaps the, the, you know, the 150 pound thing or the sign up here for, you know, and we'll, we'll give you a custom engagement, all of that stuff. If you can start with an irresistible offer, you're in a better, a better world. The other thing they talk about is trustworthiness. And I've, of course, I've talked about this so much on the podcast, showing, demonstrating that you are trustworthy. Who have you worked with before? Are you in this for the long term? Do you stand behind your product? And of course, you know, related to trustworthiness is that it's the kind of the guarantee. Again, I've talked about my, my kind of no questions asked guarantee. You know, are you removing the risk for the client? You know, we'll give you your money back if you're not satisfied within 90 days. So, so to give you an example, and this, this, um, this may be out of date now, but I know that the, the conversion rate experts guys who obviously charge a lot of money for what they do, I think any time in the first six weeks, if the client isn't happy, which my guess is, is almost never, like my guarantee, had it since 97, it's never actually been used by a client, but they say, if you're not happy in the first six weeks, we'll give you all your money back. They've removed that kind of risk. Yeah, and the other thing that the websites do that really work is they keep your attention. And you know maybe that's part of getting people to sign up and reminding them that you exist, sending out the newsletters, sending out the social media messages. Um, another thing is, is, is there a reason for someone to do something on your website today? You know, is there a reason for them to take prompt action? And again, this is something I'm thinking about for, for my work. And then the other thing is, and this relates to this, you know, we talked earlier on about the, the irresistible offer, that small thing is the websites that really win, they have that kind of ladder 
that allows people to start small and then grow their engagement over time, grow their purchases over time. You know, the value of a, the lifetime value of a customer can be a huge thing. And I know this from, from publishing. I mean, I'm, I am the opposite of prolific with the novels, but there are people who, you know, they've written five or six or 15 novels in their particular genre. So they know that actually they can lose money on advertising for the first, you know, to get a client because they know that over time, enough of the people will not just buy the first book, but they'll buy the second book and the third book and the, the 13th, 14th and 15th books. And they will make way more money over time. And, and this is one of the things that's so interesting. If you look at that Making Websites Win book, you'll see this is one of the strategies that they use with their clients. Conversion rate experts, they, when you can improve your conversion rate, you know, by enough, it actually means that you can start advertising and outbidding other people, outbidding other people, which is like a kind of a, um, what do you call it? A, an upward spiral, because the more people you get in, the more money you make. And one of the things about, I mean, you know, you, you'll know this if you've been in business for a while, but if the, you know, if you're your revenue goes up, your conversion rate goes up, your fixed costs stay the same. So your profit tends to increase at a much higher level than your revenue. So if your revenue doubles, for example, your sales double, your profit might might go up by fourfold, which is a really important thing to understand if you're in business. Anyway, the point is that you don't have to hire someone to do some of this stuff. You could go to conversionrateexperts.com. You could give them your email address and download a copy of a PDF, I think it is. It might actually be a, a Kindle version, but it's free. You can download a copy of their book. You can look at all of the content on their website. There's loads of great articles. And you can take one of these things. You know, can I improve the, can I improve the risk reversal? Can I improve my guarantee? Can I put my trust markers? Can I make them more obvious? Can I create an irresistible offer? And we're not talking about doing all of this stuff at once. You know, we're talking about gradually over time, not completely changing your website, but just gradually improving each one of these areas because that will improve over time your conversion. And obviously the more conversion you get, the more, if you're delivering on your promises, the more visitors you'll get. And ultimately, you know, if you're lucky, this is my goal you'll get enough traffic so you can start to A-B test, which just puts the whole thing on steroids. Which works better, this headline or that headline? Which is more engaging, this offer or that offer? You know, once you get to that level, you know, you can really take off and make some big differences. Anyway, this has been a really long podcast for me, but I just wanted to say it out loud because, because for, for so many of us, particularly if you're a solopreneur, you're working on your own, the whole website thing can feel like a kind of a, well, it can feel like such a big thing and it, it can also feel like it's never working. It's never right. And this is a way, if you read that book, it's a way of, of taking a step back and looking at individual bits and making improvements. And the last thing I'm going to say, this doesn't negate any of the things I've talked about in relation to systems theory. We know that it's perfectly possible to, to improve conversion on one end of your funnel or one part of your funnel and 
actually make things worse at the point that really matters, which is obviously the sale. You know, the important thing about all of this is this stuff needs to work together. It needs to work together and it does work together because that's how system theory works. You know, the power is in, is in the whole thing, not just these discrete bits, but, and then perhaps don't make that clear enough in making websites win. But other than that, fantastic book based on a lot of work and research in the real world by smart people. And I'd particularly reference the last section, section four of that book, where they show how they, they sort of quadrupled a company's profits in a year using the stuff they've talked about. And they kind of take you through the kind of the thought process they used. Really valuable, really useful. And uh, if you're struggling at all with the website side of things, I highly recommend it as a way of helping you make sure that your story means business. Thanks for listening for all this time. If you want to dig deeper into what I do, search online for story.business. Bye now.